Welcome back, you beautiful beings, and I'm so happy that you guys are here, and I cannot wait to dive into this episode. We are going to be unpacking so much, and I'm so excited. I cannot wait to go on this adventure with you all. We are going to be talking about so many beautiful gems that are about to get dropped, and you're going to hear about all these secrets that I learned from this secret. So buckle up, buttercups, and let's roll. Hello. First of all, if this is your first episode, welcome. I'm so grateful that you chose to spend your energy with me in this space that we are creating. And I'm just so glad that I get to share my energy with you all. And if you are back, this is not your first episode. Welcome back. I have to say that I'm just so overwhelmed by the support and the love from the responses that I've been getting just from the first episode, this is only the second episode, and, like, I'm just, I'm filled, like, I'm so filled, and I'm just, uh, my mind is blown, so thank you guys so much, um, please forgive my voice, too, because I have, like, a little nasal thing going on, so I just, um, I'm a little bit, ugh. But I refuse to not give you all a new episode because I just, I really, really, really needed this. I needed to be here with you guys. Like I said, I was was so overwhelmed by the response from the first episode. So we're going to get into it. And with that being said, let's talk about the effort. Fear. So I read a quote. And um, it was a while back, but it displayed fear as an acronym, and it said, false evidence appearing real. When I saw that quote, honestly, I uh, I ignored it at first, just because I was just like, what does this creator of this quote know about my fear and, you know, it, quote unquote, being real? And then I meditated, of course, on it, or like when, when I meditated, because I saw it before then, I like, it popped back up for me. And I just kept seeing the quote. And I just was like, all right, let me look at this again. And like false evidence appearing real. And it started to gnaw at me because I was just like, how many ideas do I accept as false evidence that appear real? And because I've accepted them, these ideas, as real, they become part of what, because I call my body my home, they become a part of my home's infrastructure, you know, where they are now the beliefs and, you know, those beliefs being my fears. And those fears have now, for so long, been dedicated to me in a way where like I not only perceive them as my reality but they also they dictate my actions my interactions with other people they dictate my decision making um throughout you know different processes or things that I do like within my life um they have um you know become this never-ending list and you know, they it 
and is I feel like it's not just me as well you know other people I feel like can relate to this as well and it just is it's this list that gets created when fear becomes this form of darkness that is now the pen holder um and writing your narrative you know and so I was like okay I gotta do something about this so we can't really talk about fear without talking about what causes it and that's the root of fear so I was like first and foremost you know I always put the disclaimer out there that not everybody's gonna resonate with everything that I'm saying and that's fine you know I still see you you know everybody I still hold space for everybody who who comes and who listens and I'm I'm you know always so grateful I said it before and I'll always say it like gratitude is the place that like I always will reside in um and that was a, a lesson that I had to learn especially when it comes to fear so with that being said uh you know, I was like, okay, let's figure out, you know, I have to really define something in order to understand it, in order to be able to understand how it has defined me, in order to no longer let it become or let it be who I've become and really redefine those those things that have defined me so I was like fear and you know I always come correct so Webster says that fear is an unpleasant emotion that is caused by belief that someone or something is dangerous likely and it's likely to cause pain or a threat and when I read this, it instantly reminded me of something that I wrote, um, or no, I'm sorry, not that I wrote, that I heard um, when I was watching The Secret. And what one of the speakers said was, thoughts become things. And it made me think, and it made me want to take an inventory, um, you know, after watching that, because... Or it made me think, after reading the definition, it made me think about having that memory and that phrase, the thought, your thoughts become things. It made me take an inventory because, you know, when, you know, people ask you the question, like, what are you going to do with the next five years or the next 10 years of your life or the next three years of your life even? And so I'm at that point right now where it's like, I'm almost at the the three-year mark so it's like what am I gonna do um going forward or like I need to start making more goals things like that and so I went back over you know just like taking an inventory like I said and so at the end of 2021 I decided that I wanted to become a life coach and so I spent the entirety of um, that year of 2021, really just like gaining knowledge and, um, you know, doing research about the field of life coaching and stuff. And it was really odd the way that it happened too, because it was something that kind of came naturally for me. The, the way 
becoming a life coach happened. Like, it, it happened to me. It, it was nothing that, like, I actually decided to do. It, it, it was the way that I feel like life naturally coursed me on, um, which I'm very grateful for that it happened that way. But, you know, I gained the knowledge and the research. And then um, in 2022, I got my master's spiritual life coach certification um, and when you get like a master life coach spiritual certification, um, for me and my education personally, I had to get some sub certifications. And one of those was uh, a law of attraction certification, uh, life coaching, uh, course that I had to take or, um, so I have a certification as a, as a law of attraction coach or a success life coach, uh, the titles are interchangeable. Um, but, you know, I'm telling you this because, uh, what I learned, you know, through my studies and, you know, after watching The Secret was that, like, with the law of attraction, it doesn't care, you know, about your perception of what is good or, or what is bad. And that really, too, goes back to, like, the definition of fear itself. It's an unpleasant emotion caused by your belief about something. And... You know, your beliefs are your thoughts and the law of attraction doesn't care about your thoughts. It doesn't care about what you want or what you don't want. It only responds to your thoughts. And if your overriding thoughts and your overriding emotions are fear, then that's going to be what's confirmed. And that's what's going to be put out into the universe. And that's what you're going to attract is you're going to attract all the things that you fear So if you fear that, like, you're not going to make enough money to settle your debt, the only thing that you're going to attract is more debt. If you fear that you're not going to be in a relationship with a certain type of person, you're only going to be in relationships with, you know, the type of people that um, cause you to have toxic relationships, then those are the types of relationships you're going to be in, toxic relationships. But if you focus on the things that, like, can bring you positive energy if you focus on the things that you know you want to attract versus the things that you don't want to attract so if you say like I want to focus I mean or like I want to attract you know healthy credit like or or healthy spending habits even like focus on those things you will attract those things put the put that type of energy into the universe and don't don't fear it you have to believe in it and when you do that you actually have to put like real faith into it and and I don't mean like spiritual faith I mean you know the type of faith like where you're the you're believing in it it's like it's like you know believing in magic (laughs) you know when you watch movies or or you know like Harry Potter things like that like you have to actually believe in those things in order for those things to truly manifest for you And belief is really the first step. Otherwise, you know, the outcome for that is is not going to be what you desire without the belief. And don't get me wrong, because I won't stand up here in in any space. And because, like I said, from day one, I'm going to keep it real with you, like 100% authentic. I'm not Shira. I don't slay fear, (laughs) like, that is not me by any means, but, you know, I've only recently uncovered 
a very deep layer of fear that I hadn't even realized still existed within myself. But if I hadn't been able to, you know, find my tribe to do the work to lean into the fear with curiosity, which is an agreement that I made, you know, with my therapist and with myself, then I wouldn't even be able to come to this space to share all of this, you know, to share myself with you all and to have this conversation. So, you know, it's important to, you know, the phrase change your mindset, change your life. I'm so excited to tell you all about my collaboration partnership with Montreban. Over the holiday, I wanted to get my coworkers a small gift, but something of quality and meaningful. That's when I came across Montreban. All of their jewelry is not only authentic, but it comes with a mission to inspire and empower with positive messages. When you wear your Montreban every day as your daily reminder, affirmation, and inspiration, Your purchases also go to help towards charitable causes, such as the National Alliance on Mental Illness, Wounded Warriors, Family Support, and other nonprofit organizations. Check out Montraban and get yourself a little something. Use my code ANIMANYANA, that's A-N-I-M-A-J-N-A-N-A, for extra 10% off all orders over $25. The link is in my description. Enjoy! The first step for me really was getting to the root of fear, especially because fear, I feel, is something that is super heavy. And I don't like to use the word um, loaded because I personally believe just by virtue of my job, uh, what I do professionally, it, it has a negative connotation. But I am a person who believes, you know, everything has energy everything is energy so I I always say that you know fear is has heavy energy especially because it's negative energy so it's it's very heavily charged um so getting to the root of it was you know very essential for me um and especially to move out of it and fear is something that is emotion based and emotion is very supercharged energy so it is super important when you're trying to really uncover something of that nature to get to the root of that um how I went about doing so was that like I had to really dive deep and think about like the first seeds that were planted when it came to that fear and then from there, think about like, well, what watered that fear into and nurtured it into growing into who, you know, I became. And once I started doing all of that, digging and uncovering, like, and, you know, if that's something that, you know, the, that's the work that you choose to do, then you'll come to find out as well that nine out of 10 times, the that seed that was planted it was not even planted by you it's planted by somebody else and like outside of your world and you know it can be easy to rationalize you know the things that you do and the decisions that you make 
um, whether they be the wrong decision or whether they be the right decision and you're protecting yourself um, when they're fueled by fear. And at the end of the day, what we have to realize too is that we can't be afraid to, you know, start over because after we've done the uncovering, because what you come to find out is that like, you're not starting over, like you're never starting from scratch. You're starting from a place of experience. And that was a a really hard lesson that I had to learn. Um, It was one that I didn't really want to, but I wouldn't be able to be in this space if I had not done that. Like being aware of that first seed ever planted was so important because it it really helped me to uncover the fact that like I really used to be so afraid of my voice and the first seed that ever was planted was when someone told me like ladies don't speak like that and to hear that simply because like my voice was at an elevated level and it was in a space where like I was still like out technically outside but because I was like around a lot around a lot of people it was at like an event had to be like maybe five years old I was like super young but like that wasn't deemed quote-unquote appropriate you know so that like really kind of started that like planted the first seed inside of me where it was like I have to change the way that I speak and when you hear that like your voice is not acceptable and you accept that as your truth that's a very hard pill to swallow and a lot of people already you know just in the world today feel like that what they have to say is not of value and they're adults so imagine being a child and hearing that like you should never tell your child that what they have to say is not of value because it doesn't matter what it is you can always learn a lesson from what somebody has to say even if it's just about learning something from that about that person and actually like a lot not long after Um, I heard that from somebody else, you know, that um, when someone told me that, you know, ladies don't speak like that, I had gone to the doctors because I was having a lot of trouble with my throat and it was like always super sore. So my parents or my mom, she took to the doctors and the doctors told me that if I didn't take care of how I use my volume in my voice, that I would lose it and that like I would never speak again. And like from that day on, I just like for the longest time, I didn't really speak much. I was always like very quiet. I just didn't I wasn't shy I just did not use my voice and thinking back on it now I wasn't really sad but it it really sucked because I I feel like and even now like I always had so much to say 
and it was definitely worthwhile, but I just could not say it because I always feared my own voice because if I used it, I could lose it. And that was the one thing that I never wanted to do. And, you know, having that thought, it makes me think about um, a quote that I read from Osho, which said, fear is destructive, love is creative energy. And it's like, really, who could I have been if I had taken that, you know, first step into belief and believing in myself, believing actually in my voice? Like, if I wasn't told ladies don't use their voice like that, but instead told here's how you should be using your voice and given some compassion and be taught how to actually use my voice. And I think that, you know, being able to really uncover and deconstruct the way that that fear was put into me and use that to be creative energy and, you know, be able to create this space that I'm in now, that has what's really allowed me to step out of that fear and be more fearless than that little girl should have been. And it's really brought me to a place now where it's like, your voice is not something that you should fear. It's something that you should embrace. And that goes for your physical voice as well as the voice that's inside of you. And that's the voice that, you know, is underneath that voice of fear. So that voice of fear, that that's the loudest voice. You don't need to listen to that one. You need to listen to the other voice that's telling you you can do something. Because at the end of the day, and it's, it's one of my favorite quotes from Rumi, he says, what you seek is seeking you. That small voice is seeking you every single moment of every single day, but it's underneath that fear. What are you seeking? And of course, I'm going to put it on the Instagram too, because I really want to, you know, engage with you all. And um, I'm curious, I'm going to ask the question, what are you seeking? Like, what is that little voice underneath your fear asking you? And, you know, what, what fear are you ready to let go of? You know, are you even ready to be fearless? Because, you know, belief and in, in faith and fear, they can't exist in the same, they can't exist in the same space. But they take the same amount of energy to have. And you can only have one. So, you know, which one are you going to seek? Because what you seek is seeking you. So I'm holding so much space for you all. And just remember to be fearless, okay? And I wish you so much light and so much love. And until next episode, stay fearless. I'm so grateful I got to be here with you today. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and comment. Also, add me on Instagram at what else talk, And you can add my website at anima.niana. That's A-N-I-M-A dot J-N-A-N-A. The links are in the description box. And now, 
You can get limited early access to my website when you add me on the Spaces app. When you follow the link also in the description. And I'll catch you in the next episode, beautiful beings, so that we can find out what else there is to talk about.